Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to another sports, sports, sports podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, I'm outside, but it's winter time, so I'm freezing. Absolutely, guys. Yeah. Come on in. The that, fire, ooh, of, it's the, the hearth of sports in the winter time is oh, nice I and warm. I feel that crackling nutmegs on the fires. Oh yeah, uh, hear that? Hear that log of statistical information? <laughs> yeah, 2014. Yeah. Happy 2014. Yay, 2014, first. Phil. This is the year we're all making the switch and calling it 2014, as all it right. should be called. 2014. Oh, 2014. Hey. This word. 2014. That's, I'm that's not. Really I'm not going to wait until 2020. No. We're all going to switch over now. You know, in the Seagull Digits, I made a, a concerted effort to try and bring back the aught. I'd oh, yeah. Like, aught six, yeah. aught seven, and it did not catch on. It was That's pretty much just me saying it, and then people going, what do you mean? And but what like, I'm talking about, this is how we say history. When yeah. was Kennedy shot? 1963. Uh, not 1963, <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what I thought. That's true. Actually, he's still alive in a bunker in Nevada. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, so hey, guys, we are now in the third year of doing the sports 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 podcast in the in the gordy howe played in five decades since right yeah <clears throat> so you know so uh, that's congratulations all everybody. right you Phil, made it. did you catch any games over the holidays no i still don't know anything about sports after three years some things never change tim tebow update watch update breaking news tim tebow update watch update breaking news uh, brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Breaking news. Wicked, wicked. Ooh, a little, a little, a little yeah. urban flavor. I feel like for I Mentos. Did. Really, I did. Really, like, yeah. Really glad a random drop selector picked up on. I feel like that's that's shamelessly pandering by by Mentos. The, yeah, like a McDonald's commercial. Am I right? Yeah, that, those are pretty shameless. Straight racist. <laughs> Tim Tebow hired by ESPN as college football analyst. Hey, that's a job he can actually do. Save the dates to a go out by March. Oh, hey, hey, here's the thing. You know why he's going to be good at being an ESPN analyst? Say, why is that? Because uh, they never have to be accurate. <laughs> ah, oh! Just like he's not accurate in sports. Right. Uh, ESPN hired Tim Tebow for its upcoming SEC network, and he will make his broadcasting debut at the upcoming BCS National Championship game. Hey. The worldwide leader announced the hire in a conference call with Tebow and members of the media that lasted over 25 minutes. Really? Because of course it would. <laughs> Why? Because it. I thought. I thought you. It's honestly, ESPN talking about Tim Tebow. You said oh, 25, and I was honestly like, hours? Really? For comparison's sake, ESPN's hire of Jesse Palmer of NFL and The Bachelor fame was announced in a USA Today article. In conjunction with an Applebee's ad that featured 15% off your total bill. Hey, oh, that's a good yeah. deal. Yeah, excluding alcohol purchases and the chocolate lava cake. Well, of course, still America. And start a partnership that would last for years to come between <laughs> yeah. Applebee's and Jesse Palmer. You know, it wasn't worth it in the end. No, it's good, though. <laughs> I like it. Made me think of Applebee's, and Applebee's makes me think of family. Um, yeah, well, that's true. But which, see, is, which is exactly why they never give you discounts in the drinks. Right, just like my family. They serve them. 
But Applebee's seems awfully judgmental about serving them to you. Yeah, they are not good about having bouncers at the door <laughs> kicking you out if you get in fights. No, but if you think his, uh, taking a day job as a broadcaster is going to affect his ability to one day be an NFL quarterback, well, I LOL at you. <laughs> yeah, right? Because much like I have trouble letting go of the prospect that with the right time and training, I could someday be a starting middle reliever. Probably not, mm-hmm. Jordan. No, but Tebow's <laughs> not giving up on his dream to play in the NFL. Good. Yeah. Said Tebow, I'm very excited to have this opportunity at ESPN, and who knows what the next few months will hold. I'll continue to train to be the best quarterback that I can Aww. be. I've been training very hard over the course of the last few months, five days a week, and I feel I'm the best that I've ever been as a quarterback right now, and I hope I get the opportunity to show that. But I'm also looking forward to be a part of the SEC Nation and being <laughs> a part of ESPN. Five days a week doesn't seem impressive. If he was like, I'm out there seven days a week training, I'd be like, wow. If, if, you're, if you're training hard enough, you need rest days to recover so you can continue training hard. It's I just, don't get rest <laughs> days. But you're not training. Also, it seems like athletes, professional athletes, often train five days a week. So him yeah. saying, I train five days a week is really just saying, like, I'm training just as hard as everyone else, yeah. but really not harder. Uh, yeah. I do have to say I agree with him. I do not think him having the job on ESPN is going to affect his ability to be an NFL quarterback at all. <laughs> well, what is going to affect I think it? what's preventing him from being an NFL quarterback is his inability to pass the ball. Oh, I snap, y'all. I don't think any amount of time Funk he spends on ESPN brother. is going to change that. So. He responded to questions on why he took the job by saying, ESPN has been fellatiating me for a long time now, <laughs> and as a lover and a provider, it is time I return the favor. Yeah, so yeah. they're not going to pay him then? Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, breaking news. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, uh, breaking news. Brought to you by... Mentos, feel the rush in your mouth. Breaking news. Wicked, wicked. I'm disturbed by that. Hey guys, what do we got in the show today? Oh, well, we've got <laughs> an interview. Wall to wall brilliance. Wall to wall, just like this has been. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to have uh, a, a fellow by the name of Lance Moore plays for the Saints. Yeah. Ooh, wide receiver. He he did he uh, got a touchdown. Did a little dance from Key and Peele. Oh, yeah. it's, I love Key and Peele. Yeah, Key and Peele, best the, sketch show on television right now. The Hingle McCringleberry dance where you hip thrust three times. He did that during a game. Well, referencing popular culture, and it's in his own segment of popular culture. Right? Yeah. Very meta. Yeah. So we, absolutely. So we're going to talk to him. We're going to talk to him about okay. stuff. Uh, <laughs> we're also we're also going to be looking at uh, Craigslist ads. Uh, a lot of people realize Black Monday was just this uh, this last Monday. What is Black Monday? Black Monday is the the Monday that follows the last Sunday of NFL re- NFL regular season, uh, and that is when teams usually fire their coach. So this uh, year, last year, seven coaches lost their job ew. on Black Monday. This year, it was four coaches, but that's only because Gene is it Gene Chudzinski, Chud something, the coach of the Browns Chud got fired something. like before the end of the season because oh. the Browns are terrible, but. Uh, it, a Five. lot of interesting anonymous Craigslist ads have popped up, so we're going to look at some of those. Mm. All right, and we got news, news, news. Yep. And Phil, do we have an all-new weird sportsman? You're goddamn right we do. <laughs> yeah. I got to point out, it. sportsman is somewhat discriminatory. We're living in a Title IX society here, guys. It should sometimes be sportswomen, right? Uh, sportswomen can be sportsmen, too. That, yeah, okay. That's, right. that's the true nature of feminism, Joel. Yep. <laughs> Let's get it started. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Jesse Palmer saves Chris Fowler's life. 
More well, Jesse Palmer. <laughs> that's right. We that, talked to him earlier. College football analyst, former The Bachelor from season five. Ah, Jesse Palmer, him. one hell of a dude. Hell of a dude. Golfer. <laughs> no. Made uh, mixed together lemonade, iced tea, changed the generation. That's Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Jesse Palmer was a football player. He played in the NFL, also the Canadian Football League. Fair enough. So not really a football player. But he saved Chris Fowler's life. Who's Chris Fowler? He's another ESPN college football analyst. Raised chickens, ironic last name. <laughs> Good man. He's the host of College Football Game Day. Okay, yeah. Um, but how did he save him? I don't yeah. know. Giving him BPA-free water bottles? Getting refined <laughs> flour products out of his diet? Ah, no cancer. <laughs> or diverting a horde of middle-aged women who would have devoured Chris Fowler alive had it not been for Jesse Palmer's piercing blue eyes. Ooh. Nope, nope, none of the <laughs> obvious stuff. None of the obvious stuff. During halftime of the Pinstripe Bowl played at Yankee Stadium, Jesse Palmer performed the Heimlich Maneuver on Chris Fowler, Whoa. whose respiratory function was impaired by a sandwich. Uh-oh. What's he doing eating a sandwich at the ball games? It's Joking halftime. On. It's halftime. Oh, okay. He's get, grabbing a snack. you got to power up you do as many yeah, games as Yeah, carbo load, right? Actually, doesn't it seem like at halftime that guy would be because he's an analyst, right? He was, he was, well, was he calling the game? He was it's, eating a sandwich. Entirely unimportant, yeah. He was choking to death by on a sandwich. What kind of sandwich? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Chris Fowler tweeted, never before needed a Heimlich at halftime, parenthetical, or any time. Ha, sucker. Thanks, Jesse Palmer. He saved me from death by dry chicken sandwich. Really? So it was dry. Chicken, dry, And that's what's always going to do is when you have a dry sandwich right. or if you have too much peanut butter and you eat it too fast. Right. That's how you die. That's true. If it's dry, then it's like sandpaper on your throat. Oh. <laughs> the chicken just scrapes its way down. Just a chicken sandwich? Well, that's like, what we you know, said. I mean, like chicken salad or turkey. Get with the You times, can't man. choke on chicken salad. It's yeah, you're not going to choke on chicken salad. I agree with it. I'm just saying, but as a sandwich order, who just orders a chicken sandwich? Maybe want a grilled chicken, chicken sandwich. sandwiches all the time. Whoa, you went up too high there, Phil. No, bring it back. Delicious. No, bring it back. You yeah. know how I get when we talk about chicken <laughs> sandwiches, you're, Jordan. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Phil, I'm sorry. apparently a huge fan of the chicken sandwich. I love the chicken sandwich. <laughs> just get a turkey sandwich. Chicken sandwich is better. Turkey is way better than, you know what? I'm not even going. I'm not even. Then Chris Fowler tweeted. In a normal tone, not high-pitched or anything. Not bad to have quick-thinking ex-NFL player round when Heimlich needed. I'll take bruised ribs to avoid choking. That's nice. I mean, the other thing you're saying is the Heimlich, it is a serious maneuver. I, I, at times, oh, yeah. I have been certified for this. I assume you guys as well. We've uh, all been certified yes. at different points in our life. Oh, vaguely. I am a merchant yeah. marine, after all. You have to be really strong. To actually make this work or be really good with your technique. So it's good yeah. to have a guy, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, and, and as good looking as Jesse Palmer to wrap his arms around and kind right. of like go five fingers below the rib cage and just kind of find that sweet spot in your stomach. Sort of yeah, and you have to go nut to butt. Like, just hit it again. <laughs> to do it. And again. And again. <clears throat> um, and if lunch had taken Chris Fowler away from us, it would have been slightly more noble to go choking on a chicken sandwich, I think, than Mama Cass's ham sandwich. <laughs> but, I do but then you're also getting choking the chicken jokes told about you. Mm, oh. That's right. Oh, homework, guys. Let's write a bunch of choking the chicken jokes yeah. for next week. New Orleans Saints looks for new ways to win road playoff games. Hint. Beefaroni is involved. Uh, Chef Boyardee, why does everything so good for you have to taste so bad? <laughs> the New Orleans Saints finished the season 11-5 and, and are headed to Philadelphia. They're going to Philadelphia, the link, 
uh, for an Wait, NF- they're playing on the road at Philadelphia? Yes. God, that's that's an injustice. Uh, for Yeah. <laughs> for an NFC wild card game this Saturday. And before we continue the story, Joel would like to issue an apology to offensive guru Chip Kelly, who landed his team in the playoffs <laughs> with a home game in the first round with Nick Foles. He is an offensive guru, right? Isn't that right, Joel? Is there anything you'd like to say? Uh, I'm going to, you know, we, um, no. Sorry, that's all the time we have, Joel. <laughs> the public will just have to take me at my word that you are very sorry for ever <laughs> doubting Chip Kelly's ability to run an NFL offense. Joel, you know, we did the same thing to me about Tim Tebow, and I wound up being mostly right about that. No, that's now, not true. For one season, he was doing excellent. Yeah, the, damn, now, the Saints that. are a dominant team at home. They go undefeated in the regular season at the Superdome, and historically, they've been lights out at home when they play in prime time. Mm-hmm. Um, however... They're 0-5 in road playoff games, with what? three of those losses coming under current head coach Sean Payton. So naturally, they're trying to change. Uh, they're changing a lot to change this record. And this is what Drew Brees said. He goes, it is all about the new sweatsuits, the beefy Mac, and the Gatorade flavor. We feel really good about what we have going this week with that. I can't wait to see those new sweatsuits, and hopefully that will change our luck. Are they pregnant? No, that they're, eat, like the they're eating so much beefy mac they might as well be. Well, I, I haven't uh, heard anyone this excited for new uh, sweatsuits since the inventor of sweatsuits died. <laughs> right, Tra- death. tragically at the age of thirty-eight. Uh, I believe it. Beefy mac. Beefy mac's good. I assume they mean the meal before the the game or the day before the game, and not it's not like a new nickname for their third string quarterback, Luke McCowan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if he's chubby, that's beefy perfect. mac. That Yo, would make, would hey, make, everybody, it's Beefy Mac. That would make for an excellent night before the night before the, the game meal. But Gatorade, you think uh, getting a congressional budget deal is tough? <laughs> Try getting an entire football roster to agree on the same Gatorade flavor. Oh, I can't imagine. Drew, Drew Brees, he's a berry flavor guy. What? And you, and you can't get Marquise Colston away from citrus. Just try. Right. Some guys are just saying colors. That's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Always, there's two or three linemen pushing for the ice flavors, which was rebranded as Rain in 2006, and further rebranded to not be a brand anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. This is this is concept. tough. I know. No, you can't. You, this is serious stuff. You're changing the game. You know what? You do, yellow, you, you, you ring out the coach's shirt, and then you drink whatever's in there. Yellow slash lemon lime. No, that's, that's the only palatable freaking Gatorade flavor. I never drink any Gatorade other than that. I wouldn't. Not in a million years. Head coach Sean Payton says when you change your Gatorade color, that's a big deal. The night before, what you eat is a big deal. Sweatsuits, the the old ones were getting kind of raggedy to begin with anyway. We were trying to get a different name brand. I don't know. That was so funny to me. (laughs) Payton even played hip-hop music during stretching and individual drills during practice on Wednesday. So, Joel, they are even changing their tune. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, real, real quick. Let's, that was free. That was, I know it was a pun, Joe. Joel. We get it. You find them funny. Other things the Saints are changing. It's a slight tweak of their 2014 Mardi Gras parade float theme from "Hopeful Tomorrow" to "Leading the Future." Just That's a slight good. tweak there. Yeah. Their cleats will now go clack click instead of the more orthodox <laughs> click clack. Fair. They're dropping their series record of NBC's The Blacklist. Oh, that's just good. wait. Let's just see this through, guys. Yeah, come yeah. on. They're so close. Uh, warm-up stretches will be led by insult-shouting men wearing creepy Mardi Gras masks to simulate Philadelphia fans. Oh, right. oh that's fair. Yeah. They're changing their underpants. Well, that's just good hygiene. Oh, yeah. That's on here. I do that, too. They're abandoning their whole defensive strategy of not attacking the head. 
<laughs> that's dumb, right? So yeah. instead, they're going to attack the head. Right. Go back to old times. Ah, there in New Orleans. And during water breaks at practice, men wearing creepy Mardi Gras masks will piss on random players <laughs> to simulate Philadelphia fans. Ah, <laughs> and eyes wide shut. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez is playing matchmaker in prison. What? Subheadline. Even in a fantasy matchmaker draft, the first round is still too early for a tight end. <laughs> That's got a double meaning for tight end. Uh, <laughs> Joel, for shame. Oh, we earned the explicit tag now, <laughs> yeah, Joel. Yeah, we did. Urban Meyer trained killer Aaron Hernandez is serving time in prison <laughs> as he Meyer, awaits Oscar his trial hot dogs, for edition. first degree murder, <laughs> which any woman will tell you is the sexiest degree of murder. There we go. Hernandez has been receiving many letters from women lately, and despite his University of Florida education, he can use phonetics to read most of them, or at least get the gist. <laughs> but Hernandez is happily engaged in an attempt to create spousal privilege, of course. That, sure. was, that was super recent. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean he can't be a wing inmate. Of course not. Wingmate, maybe? Wing inmate? What do we if wing it's cellmate? Wing, if it's wingmate, that makes him sound like an air, air pilot. Let's go with wing inmate. Or we yeah. can workshop this later. How about wing nut, right? Crazy murderer. Uh, no, because that's what we call wing fans. Huh. So he's having his roommates in prison write the women back who had wrote him and trying to set them up as pen pals, hoping to get them like in a relationship How many once their sentence is served. That's a pretty swell guy. What would you say? How many roommates? Isn't it just one? Well, we have two letters here that were incepted by uh, oh. Nesson. And if you would indulge me, I would like to read one of them. Let's go. <clears> oh. This is a letter. This is someone writing back. And this is actual... Someone writing back a letter to someone who wrote it to Aaron Hernandez. I hope when you receive this letter, all is good and it reaches you in a positive manner. My name is Ronnie, but I go by Rondo. I'm 21, Portuguese and Italian. I have 50, I'm uh, sorry, I have 65 tattoos. I have hazel eyes. I'm a good looking person, I promise. You can see for yourself on Facebook. My profile name is Ronnie, redacted. I promise you won't be disappointed. I'm 60, 165 pounds. I have a six-pack, and I'm more lean and cut up than bulky. A.H. is my cellmate and friend. He had given me your address saying he has a good feeling about you and I becoming pen pals. I'm currently in prison for beating up a cop. So tell me about yourself. What do you look, <laughs> what do you look for in a man? What kind of music do you listen to? What's your favorite color? Do you like to dance? Do you have any children? What's your current career choice? I'm going to end this here. I'll be looking forward to receiving a letter from you. Sincerely, Rondo. P.S. What do I have to do to make you smile? What's your nationality? <laughs> wow, that sounds like it was odd. written by a straight-up five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, the, the P.S. is an odd, like, that could just be in the body of the letter. My favorite part, though, is when he's like, I have 65 tattoos. <laughs> I have hazel eyes. <laughs> My favorite was... Uh, he set us up saying it's a good feeling about you and I becoming pen pals. I'm currently in prison for beating up a cop. So tell me about yourself. Kind of really changes the <laughs> right. conversation. He's just pinging around. Yeah. What really amazes me is they have Facebook in prison. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now in the Sports 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 Podcast is New Orleans Saints wide receiver Lance Moore. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Welcome to the podcast, yeah, Lance. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on, and I think you know why you're here. Yeah, it's because of my touchdown dance, isn't it? Right. It's you saw absolutely. my touchdown dance. 
It was it was all over YouTube. A lot of people were really excited to see. Yeah, uh, they made a GIF out of it, which is just, an animated picture yeah. show for the for for the internet. Yeah. Put well, Key and Peele have really fantastic show. A lot yeah. of people really like it, but still not the most widely viewed show. No, it's but yeah. we love it. So yeah, we were watching absolutely. the Hingle McCringleberry sketch, and we saw <laughs> yeah. we saw them do the hip thrust three times, and I said, you know what? I play football, so I'm going to do that too. Yeah, and and hey. Glad to see it. Yeah, but the, w- I got so much attention out of this, I decided that there's got to be more in store. Now I've got my fans waiting. Uh, well, first you got to be scoring touchdowns. Yeah. No, because, that's a given. Right. You're going to be make, scoring uh, touchdowns. You're, you know what, the second or third best Well, I wrote, I wrote, no, I wrote another at least 65 bits, so I need to get 65 oh. more touchdowns. You think maybe you might be career. overdoing it here, pushing this a little bit? Maybe, maybe spread than, that out. Maybe, yeah. maybe lower the total. Well, I'm not going to do any doubles. Okay. I'm going to do original bits every time. Okay, well, that, okay. this is a good idea. Right. Yeah. So what, what type of touchdown dances are you thinking? You want to see what's in store. There's one that I'm going to do. It's going to be my next touchdown, which is probably going to come very quickly. And uh, I'm going to take out a cowbell, and I'm going to hit the cowbell. And then the ref's going to be like, no, stop it. No more cowbell. And I'm going to be like, I got a fever, and my, the only prescription is more cowbell. No, I'm going to no keep hitting the cowbell. No yeah, I was going to say, going to be hard to get out the People dialogue. People are going to laugh their butts off. I don't know that no, that one's kind know, yeah. that no. sketch is kind of dated. Also, you're, you're gonna you're gonna get fined for for having the cowbell. You can't use foreign objects. No, in I your think dance. they'll get the joke. I think they'll see it and be like, "Will Ferrell, that's uh, really funny." Yeah. Also, also, you probably get flagged if the ref has to tell you to, to put the cowbell away and then you don't. You know what? Let's let's what's yeah, what's let's the next fine, one? Let's yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. Do you do you guys watch In Living Color? No. It's been a it's been a long time since I saw an episode. So, I don't believe it's no longer on. I yeah, don't think you can ask no, in the present been, tense. It's been out. I, I it's on DVD though. You can okay. still watch it. But I'm gonna take off my helmet and I'm gonna be dressed as a clown and then I'm gonna hit the ref with the sock. <laughs> Powder's gonna fly everywhere, and I'm gonna be like, really? Lance Moore, don't play that. You'll get ejected if you hit the ref. No, it's with the sock though. It's even, soft. Even with the sock, I watched Jim Carrey take it to the face a lot of times during those sketches. He was okay. All right, that's pretty funny. Right. I just don't think you should be hitting referees. Is there yeah, maybe probably, something probably another one else? where you don't hit a referee? One that's kinder. Yeah, looking for yeah uh, some a touchdown dance as all of these are dances that are that's a little nicer. Yes. Okay. Well, I was thinking. Have you guys uh, ever seen uh, Laughing? It's been again a really long time since I watched an entire episode of Laughing. Yeah, well, me and the college. entire team we're gonna get behind little doors. <laughs> oh Jesus! And we're gonna pop out, and somebody's gonna say a two-liner, a two-liner uh, joke, and one person's gonna say the setup, and then go behind the door, and then another person will say the punchline and go behind a door. That'll go on for about five minutes. All right, I really, is, is I really it, don't think they're gonna let you. What's do the that. last? What's the last? Is there gonna be like a last punchline? Maybe there's something you would say. Yeah, they're gonna say. Uh, they're gonna say what you call those melons? You haven't seen my wife. Okay, I was thinking maybe you go with socket to me, uh, but yeah. that's fair. Okay, yeah, that, that's what that I would have been good too. Okay, no, no one will. <laughs> no one will hear you say this, but. Look, yeah. I don't think you guys understand the genius. Apparently, you have gotten millions of views on YouTube with your antics. Well, well, no, not really, but. But well, let me tell you, million. I'm going to say my coup de grace. Okay. All right. All right. This is going to be for my 65th touchdown. This is going to be I do not think how you I have end 65 my career. Touchdowns left and then I'm going to die directly after this because it's going to be the best thing ever. Okay. All right. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to get a touchdown and I'm going to say, hey, Willie, is that a cat? And then I'm going to eat the cat. Like, it's like it, Elf. Elf. You're going to quote Elf. Yep. You, See, and then that's I'm not even a touchdown dance. Eat a cat. Then I'm going to eat the field. cat. And it's, 
And then if people don't get it, I'm going to say, it's like Elf. There's no way you get the whole cat down before they arrest you, Lance. Or before I go back to Melmac, my home planet. <laughs> you're, really, you're really selling it here. <laughs> well... Okay, Lance. Okay, well, well, well. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, watch out for more comedy <laughs> antics. We will. We will YouTube. definitely. YouTube.com slash Lance Moore is hilarious. You have your own page. We will definitely well, be you. on the lookout. Thank we you very be much, trying Lance. Not to. <laughs> okay, guys. So uh, as we uh, explained in the intro, Black Monday uh, was this last Monday. Coaches fired. Yeah, a lot of coaches were fired, uh, and so. Uh, I have something that I've always done in Black Mondays that I find pretty interesting. Ever since Craigslist uh, came into being, you know, the, the website, people uh, are always you know posting job openings and they're posting people looking for jobs. Uh, and so I like to peruse the Craigslist in the different cities that have recently fired coaches uh, to see if I can find something. And the thing is, you know, they're, they're, they try to be really uh, subtle about it. They try to be anonymous about it. But you can always find teams and coaches looking to find each other in the Craigslist ad in these cities. So Basically, that's a good premise is, for a comedy bit. This is almost like an NFL's missed connections. Yeah, right, exactly. So I'm going to read a few of them, and I'm going to see if, if you guys can pick up on who, uh, you know, who... Ah, so it's like trivia. It. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, this comes from Craigslist Detroit. Uh, okay. And it reads as follows. Former NFL coach seeking new job. Talented defensive mind, head coaching experience, and hey, what are you looking at, asshole? Sparky Anderson. This, this is not correct. And I wasn't oh. finished. Oh. Uh, it also adds 420 friendly. Oh. Yeah, I mean, sounds like a cool guy. Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick. <laughs> I think I think it is. I think it is Jim Schwartz. Hashtag coach athletic apparel puns. <laughs> Very well done. His name is Jim Schwartz. Schwartz. Like Jim Schwartz. <laughs> like Jim like Schwartz. Schwartz. Some Jim Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, but I, yes, I, I believe you're right. Uh, but I think that's probably Jim Schwartz. Well known, so it's trivia, but you don't know for sure either. Well, well no. Yeah. How could we possibly know? That's they true. don't say yeah. in the no, end. No, they don't. Yeah, but I think he could can... call and do his due diligence. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, this one from uh, Minneapolis, uh, the Minneapolis St. Paul area, but the specific Kirby Puckett. No, okay. I mean, it could be. We don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, it says recently unemployed coach seeking a place where a man with a woman's name can feel safe. Salary negotiable, must have elite quarterback on staff. Sally LaRue. Oh, no, it's uh, it's Minnesota's head coach, or, or former head coach, uh, Leslie Mann? Leslie Frazier. Leslie Frazier. <laughs> you see, you added the man because you were compensating for his No, Leslie thing. Mann is a thing, too, right? Yeah, Leslie Mann is a folk singer or something? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, well, Leslie Frazier. Yeah, Leslie Frazier, so that's the posting he made. Uh, and so this next one, and you got to remember, it's both. There's job openings and there's people seeking jobs here. Uh, so this is a posting for a job opening in Washington, D.C. Okay. Team seeking new head coach. Uh, must like talented young QB with cannon for an arm, exceptional speed, and cool braids whose long-term success has not, and that's underlined in all caps, been limited by a knee injury. Uh, designing plays to take advantage of QB uh, a must. Uh, job uh, includes braiding hair, uh, going to the movies with handsome team owner, uh, backing up team owner in public over personnel decisions and not getting all over my ass about the team's name. He dropped some of the anonymity, anonymity in the end there. Yeah. Who do you think that is making that? That's post? Kirby Puckett. <laughs> that's, uh, I don't, I don't think is, that's that, is it Schneider, the owner of Dan the, Snyder, yeah. owner of the Washington Redskins. If I had to guess, especially that last thing about that kind of tips it ass. off, kind of yeah. tips it off there. 
Uh, and so this this next one coming from Tampa Bay is simultaneously extremely broad and yet very specific. Okay. All it says is seeking job that does not involve Josh Freeman. Well, I mean, that could be anyone. Could it's be anyone. Josh Freeman. Josh Freeman, the quarter former quarterback yeah. for the Tampa Bay. Is Buccaneers. it Josh Freeman? It's not. It's not. It could okay. be actually. Josh It'd be a Freeman. very self-effacing joke for Josh Freeman to make. Yeah, but then I, I, I feel like Josh Freeman right now is probably looking for a job that doesn't involve him because right. he has not been doing so. Well. My guess would be Greg Schiano. Maybe Greg Schiano recently fired had a very public spat with Josh Freeman. Uh, it seems like he's not even interested in coaching. He just wants any job. It does not involve Josh. But we don't know this for sure, right? Well, this is all speculation. So how do you know they're all not Kirby Puckett? (laughs) We don't, Phil. Okay. We've established that. They could be Kirby Puckett, but we think based on the evidence. I just don't like the way you look at me when you say that it's not Kirby Puckett. Well, Kirby Puckett is dead. And has been for several years. So yeah. it's not Kirby Puckett. It's not Kirby Puckett. You might have I mean, scheduled these releases. Yeah, it, it could be Kirby Puckett. Well, I think it it's time that unlikely. Joel and I sat you down and said, told you that Kirby Puckett Kirby died Puckett's a dead. few years ago. When we told you that Kirby Puckett went to a farm out in the country? Yeah. That was not with, true. With all the other Kirby yeah. Puckets that we he told you with? Heavy to have all that room to run around? Yeah. That and then he could true. just see for miles. Yeah. His glaucoma didn't bother him anymore. Yeah. No. These things were not true, Phil. I'm no, sorry, I'm too but you're sad for now. trivia. Okay, so one last one here. Kirby Puckett. <laughs> it's not Kirby it's Puckett. Not okay. Kirby Puckett. Uh, this one, though, uh, one, it's a job opening post in Cleveland. Uh, NFL team seeking head coach, and that actually probably pretty much gives it away, but uh, uh, NFL team seeking head coach with very open mind, flexible schedule, irrepressible spirit and ability to look on the bright side of any situation a must job is not for you if you consider yourself in quotes results oriented or enjoy sunlight must have flexible definition of success 420 friendly cleveland browns that is correct phil kirby pocket <laughs> no and you lost it yeah For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. All right, who is the weird man of sport today? This week's Weird Sportsman, Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Baseball's all-time hit leader. Yep. Yeah. Oh, not, you not already know the, this yeah, one. Not weird in the obscurity sense. No, but I found I read his story and I found it to be very this, strange. This is a good point. Pete Rose has one hell of a story. Peter Edward Pete Rose, <laughs> born April 14th, 1941, also known for his nickname, Charlie Hustle. It's true. I love that it's nickname. It's a great nickname. He hustled a lot, Phil. Yeah. More than other people. It, and apparently he hustled a guy named Charlie or... No, he just hustled. I don't know where the Charlie really comes from. I like it. Charlie Hustle yeah. is a former Major League Baseball player and manager. Rose played from 1963 to 1986 and managed from 1984 to 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to skip all the boring stuff about him and get to his interesting stuff. 
I had a, that, I'm guessing had a very fruitful career. Yeah, I would imagine his post career was filled <laughs> with financial success, uh, yeah. good investments. You don't get all the hit, all the most hits in the history of baseball without having a good head in your shoulders. He's it's got. Well, I'll go a little bit into his early life because I like some of this. Pete Rose was born April 14th, 1941, in Cincinnati. 1941. Ohio. Yeah, April the day before your taxes are due. I know, right? Wow, what a life. Uh, he was one of four children born to Harry Francis Pete <laughs> Rose and Laverne Rose. Wait, why was his dad called Pete? I don't know. Harry Francis Pete Rose. Pete was in uh, quotations, so that means everyone called him Pete. But his real name, Harry Francis uh, Rose. Actually, that's kind of true for my dad, so. Really? What's your dad? My dad's Charles Ward Anderson, but he everyone's called him Andy for his entire Charles life. Charles Ward Pete <laughs> Anderson. Anderson. Correct. And Laverne Rose. He was a member of the Order of De Mole as a young boy. That's what right. is that, Phil? It's a, uh, it's a the club order. that's a big fan of the popular Mexican sauce. <laughs> yeah, of mole. Uh, it's actually uh, a, he's a Knights Templar thing. Was well, I not supposed to Mason. ask this question, Phil? Yeah, He's a Freemason. Okay. Yeah. Yep. He's a Freemason. Uh, and he was encouraged by his parents to participate in sports. And participate in sports, he did. <laughs> Played baseball and football at Western Hills High School. He was small for his age, but earned the starting running back position on his freshman football team. He was promoted to varsity, did real good. Won, 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 a bunch of stuff. Got into the uh, MLB. He played for the Phillies, played for the Expos. Uh, he played for the uh, Expos? Yeah. Toward the very end of his career. Uh, and the Reds, most importantly. Now let's yeah. skip down to <laughs> not t- not permanent to ineligibility. <laughs> Admits reports that he uh, had bet on baseball. Rose was questioned in February 1989 by outgoing commissioner Peter Uberoth. <laughs> Peter Pete. Peter Uberoth. Pete Uberoth. <laughs> And his replacement, Bart Giamatti. Bart. Uh, Pete. <laughs> Giamatti. Rose denied the allegations and Ubroth dropped the investigation. However, three days after Giamatti became commissioner, lawyer John M. Dowd was retained to investigate these charges against Rose. He had the charges dropped. And then the new commissioner came in. And he's like, no, Huckleberry, <laughs> you're not. You're in my world now. Uh, Sports Illustrated, who first reported the story of Rose's gambling in March of 21st to 1989, gave the public their first detailed report of the allegations that Rose had placed bets on baseball games. Sports Illustrated ran the cover story in an issue for the week of April 3rd, 1989. This story was broke by Sports Illustrated. And then he was banned uh, for life from Paul Giamatti's dad. That's true. (laughs) Paul Paul Pete Giamatti. Uh, Dowd interviewed many of Rose's associates, including alleged bookies and bet runners. God, I wish that someday I had, like, alleged bookies and bet runners for me. I want to know, is a bet runner, like, the bookie's assistant or, like... I think so. He's got to be the one to run it to the big money, right? Yeah. He takes the money from you, and brings we, it to the pot. We should be clear here. When it says alleged bookies and bet runners, it really means bookies and bet runners right. i don't think it's alleged at this point yeah at all. i guess they no. they probably didn't go to trial but <laughs> uh, it was bookies and bet runners. Yeah. he delivered a summary of his findings to the commissioner in may 
In its doubt, documented Rose's alleged gambling activities in 1985 and 1986 and compiled a day-to-day account of Rose's alleged betting on baseball games in 1987. The Dowd Report documented his alleged bets on 52 Reds games in 1987. Oof. He was betting on almost everyone on the team he managed. That's one out. That's like one out of every three games. But they this played. is my favorite, where Rose wagered a minimum of ten thousand dollars a day. Whoa! Ten thousand dollars a day. Ten thousand dollars a day. Ten thousand dollars a Pete <laughs> day. <laughs> Others alleged to have been involved in the activities claimed that the number was actually $2,000 a day. That makes it less fun, though. <laughs> yeah, but still, like, an absurd amount of money to be gambling. He got in trouble, he got in trouble, he got in trouble. Tax evasion! <laughs> Rut row. On April 20th, 1990, Rose pleaded guilty to two charges of filing false income tax returns, not showing income he received from selling autographs and memorabilia. And from horse racing winnings this dude loved to gamble yeah he was playing the ponies and he was betting ten thousand dollars a day i'd like to i mean and also there are plenty of sports you can bet on that are not baseball right. all of which would have been okay yeah. yeah and he wouldn't have been busted for he, it. he totally could have gotten away with a lot of them but hey let's face it i think we all know like people who if they had that sort of money they would probably be betting ten thousand dollars a day oh yeah. like like say uh ty lieberman who He's everybody listening knows. They has gotten engaged. Ty. So Pete, Pete Lieberman. Lieberman. Congrats to Ty, who got engaged to his boyfriend. So that's big news. On July 19th, Rose was sentenced to five months in a medium security prison camp. It's like prison, only a little more festive. You do arts and crafts. You go to prison yeah. camp. Uh, at the United States Penitentiary in Maryland. Usually you Illinois. hook up with your counselor, and it's a whole thing. And then he was fined $50,000. That's five days of gambling. (laughs) Marion was the hometown of Fossey, the man whom Rose bowled over during the All-Star game nearly 20 years prior, resulting in injuries that would plague Fossey for the rest of his career. Oh, yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah, he was released. Glossed over that, Phil. (laughs) Yeah, right. He was uh, released on January 7th, 1991, after having paid $366,041 in back taxes and interest and was required to perform a thousand hours of community service. That's a lot of hours of community service. I that hope is. he. I hope he got a nickname in community service, or like, or they just called him by Charlie Hustle. They probably called name. him Charlie yeah, Hustle. Charlie Hustle. If he were paid ten dollars an hour for his community service, that would pay for one day of gambling. That's true. <laughs> Uh, some would think that that's the end of the story, as that's... Yeah, it doesn't sound like you can do story. much more than that. Pete has already filled his life with all sorts of debauchery and gambling. WWE! <laughs> what? Between 1998 and 2000, Rose appeared at the World Wrestling Entertainment's annual WrestleMania pay-per-view event. At WrestleMania 14, he served as a guest ring announcer during a match between Kane and The Undertaker. Oh, oh look out. Undefeated who, at WrestleMania Undertaker. Who won Undertaker. that match between Kane and The Undertaker? Uh, Undertaker. Be- before which... Because he's undefeated at right, WrestleMania. Underta- yeah. Uh, before which he took a tombstone pile driver from Kane. Oh, jeepers. Yeah, that's uh, Does, Is that one that move. hits you in the head? Because as we established before, good head and shoulders for, yep. for Pete Plows him right in the head. You Hope put the he head didn't... between the legs, you sit down... Hope he did not damage his valuable, valuable brain that makes all of his good decisions. For next year's WrestleMania 15, Rose was portrayed as seeking revenge. Also known as he was seeking revenge. (laughs) 
To do so, he dressed as the San Diego Chicken and attached Kane before his schedule matched, only to take another Tombstone pile driver. <laughs> he returned for a third time the following year at WrestleMania 2000, but again was thwarted by Kane, as well as Rikishi, his tag team partner, that night. Don't they almost always, when they have like a celebrity on... Make them the face opposed to the heel. Not Pete Rose. <laughs> Sounds like they opted not to do this for uh, Pete Rose. I almost said Hall of Famer Pete Rose. Pete Rose got a lot of baggage even for WWE. <laughs> yeah. Still not good enough. Peter Edward beat Pete. Rose. And that brings to an end another Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports, sports, sports podcast. Your little top bar thingy. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com and search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy pod net while you're there. Please subscribe and comment. You can find us on iTunes by searching sports, the number three space podcast at sports, the number three, all one word space podcast, or find all of our back episodes at comedy podcast network.com. Uh, I hate to say this. I should have said something before you started, Phil, but yeah. I actually, I made some changes to our like email address and our Twitter and everything. Really? Yeah. The email address is now sports, 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 Pete podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Twitter feed is now uh, S. We, yeah, it's it's S3. the S3 uh, Pete okay. cast. The Pete cast is what we changed yep. it to. Yeah, so they're all, they're all different. I should have said something. I'm sorry. Good. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.